Welcome back to the T3 Family Podcast, where we are equipping families to thrive. Welcome back, guys. Hello. Hi. Hey, hey. Hey. So last podcast, we had a faith builder segment, mm-hmm. and I have another one for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. I got to interview Reagan Snyder, and she had a really cool experience at the Bold Conference where she felt... Um, invited to surrender some things and be more intentional about our time. So I want you guys to listen to it and we'll talk about it a bit. Hey, Reagan. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome to our recording Excited studio. <laughs> Surprise, we have a podcast. We yes. were just saying Reagan didn't know about the podcast. No, yet, I so. did not, but I think I will be listening now since yeah. I know about it. Yeah, that's awesome. We're excited. Um, so we, Clayton and Chrissy and I have been talking about ways that we are builders and things uh, that we want to be intentional about helping to build our faith. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to just be talking with... Um, Um, people that encourage us in building our faith. And so a few weeks ago, or I guess it was in July, July 23, I want to say, does that sound like the right date that you shared in the auditorium? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. So on July 23, Reagan shared in the auditorium uh, just about some way she's being really um, feeling called or invited Mm -hmm. to be intentional with her time. And so, yeah, if you want to introduce yourself a little bit, um, who you are, how old you are, something you want people to know about you, and then we'll talk a little bit about how you've been intentional with your time. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So my name is Reagan Snyder, and I am a 16-year-old who's going to be a junior in high school, and I am homeschooled, but I dual enroll at Pella for sports, and I... um, I don't know. I'm really excited to be here Yeah, and yeah, share whatever I can. Mm-hmm. Cool. So over the summer, you went to a conference yeah. called Bold mm-hmm. and that's where you felt some of this stirring in you, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, tell us definitely. about that. So, um, I've, you know, grown up in a Christian home. I've been a Christian my whole life, but, um, I don't know. I hadn't ever really felt so like, I don't know what I want to say, but like called, you know, in my Mm -hmm. life. And it was just a really big turning point for me in my faith. Like I had always, again, like I said, been a Christian, but I just, there were so many things that like I learned and I realized and I recognized at Bold that I had, um, you know, like never thought about before. Mm -hmm. And just so many ways that God opened my eyes to like things that I was blind to, like didn't realize in my life that were, um, kind of like pulling me from him or just like habits that yeah weren't allowing me to draw closer to him Mm -hmm. and it was just like I realized how much like I don't know other things like don't matter you know in comparison to to him and it was just it was really an eye-opening experience Mm -hmm. yeah so tell us a little bit like what before bold Reagan Mm -hmm. would spend your time doing and then the invitation you felt and maybe like what it has looked like since you felt invited to look at your time differently. I did everything like that, you know, you'd think of like a normal, like teenage kid would do, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like sports and like hang out with friends and stuff. And like, um, I'd like social media and stuff like that. And, um, I still like, have some of those things, but it's just like the way that I see them and the way that I use them has definitely changed a lot. Um, I just, again, I'm more like intentional about what I'm like doing. So I I talked about, you know, um, on the service 
that one of the biggest changes for me was social media and that still like rings true because like I didn't have like Instagram or Snapchat things like that but I did have like Pinterest and then I don't know if you guys know but Strava it's just like a running app because oh, I like run yeah. yeah and both of those were like great and like I didn't do anything like you know bad on there like everything on there was like mm-hmm. clean and it was like good and everything like that but they were just like consuming my time and mm-hmm. my attention and when I was at Bold I realized um that that was not something I wanted to be consuming me because again mm-hmm. it wasn't bad but it wasn't drawing me closer to him yeah and something that they said at Bold that really really like has rung true in my life since then is that somebody brought up um the old hymn I can't remember the name but it the lyrics are Turn your eyes upon Jesus and look full in his glorious face. Mm -hmm. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim. Mm -hmm. And that has been so, so true. Like all those things, you know, that I used to like care about so much and like spend so much time on, like they just don't like matter, you know, really anymore. And so like I deleted Pinterest because I was like, it wasn't again, anything bad, but like I just, you know, spend so much time Mm -hmm. on it and it just, you know, it consumed my thoughts, my time and I just felt like that was a way that I could replace it with like something, you know, mm-hmm. better and mm-hmm. just spend more time, you know, in the presence of God and just change my mindset a little bit, like what yeah. I was thinking about and focusing on. I love how you were saying that these things were not bad and, you know, we can be yeah. really encouraged by things we find on Pinterest mm-hmm. and yeah, your, your running app, like yeah. that's helping you get towards some of your goals. Uh-huh. But when they start maybe consuming more of your time than you intended or mm-hmm. aren't um, adding to or helping exactly. your relationship yes. with Jesus. I mm-hmm. just, yeah. When you shared on that Sunday morning, I just really felt, well, a similar conviction, like what am I allowing to consume my thoughts? Because a lot of what we're inputting mm-hmm. then in turn yeah. consumes our thoughts yeah. and how I think we, we just don't realize how much time mm-hmm. it actually takes up. So yeah. as I look at, you know, how much time I'm spending on apps, I'm like, mm-hmm. or would every week I get the notification on my phone, like you spent, yes. you know, yeah, know one hour more on your phone than last week. It's like, oh no, why? What did I <laughs> yeah, do? Or when it's like, you spent so much time less. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes. Like, because that probably means I've been able to be yeah. more intentional with my time than just scrolling. But yeah, even Pinterest, it's a great Yeah, app. definitely. But for me too, it still lends to comparison or, mm-hmm. oh, I would love to have my room decorated like yeah. that. Or I'd love yeah, to have definitely. that. You know, and I'm just like focused on things like all the time. Like my mind is just, and again, it's not really a bad place, but if I could be focused on, you know, the things that like God are focused on those things, like, you know, where do I really mm-hmm. want my focus to be at? So that was... Yeah, something I had to let go of mm-hmm. if I really wanted to pursue the mind of Christ. Yeah. So what has it looked like since then? So you don't have those yep. apps on mm-hmm. your phone currently. So what, yeah, what do you see is different yeah. about yourself and mm-hmm. the way you're spending your time? Yeah. So I just feel like I've had a big like perspective change. Like it's not that I don't care at all anymore. It's mm-hmm. just like, it's not what I think about. And I, um, it's like hard to describe, you know, because it's just, it's something that was kind of like gradual, but at the same time, like really sudden. Again, like I said, some things that used to matter a lot just don't really matter anymore. And, um, you know, it allows me to spend more time like praying and more time, uh, thinking about how I can bless others or Mm -hmm. grow closer to him or just like reflecting on ways that, um, I need to change my habits Mm -hmm. or, things that are really benefiting my walk with him. And again, like I mess up like so many times, like 
again like i'm not perfect at all like i downloaded this java app a couple like times after i deleted it just because <laughs> yeah. i was like yeah oh, you know i want to see what everybody else is doing it doesn't mm-hmm. hurt anything does mm-hmm. it and again like i said it's not bad but it's just turning my focus away from him that's so cool i can't like i feel like i'm talking to I feel like I'm at the same place as you. So I'm just yes. saying well done as a 16 year old. This is amazing. Like I think I truly believe as we have been saying in church for a long time, there's no junior Holy Spirit. And so I just love uh-huh. how you're following the Holy Spirit so well and his promptings and just in, just by you following Jesus, how that is encouraging so many mm-hmm. other people. So I really thank you for sharing and yeah, for absolutely. yeah, just letting us know what you've experienced this summer. So yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. So good. She did a great job. You know, I, I feel like if I'm a high school parent, I'm thinking to myself, my kidneys go to bold. Yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I want to go to bold. There's a BB yeah. and, a, and a, an AB, a before yeah. bold and after bold. We're just, we're just there about really that. is. It, yeah. it is. It's a really good conference. Um, and I think it's cool for the kids to see the young people. I don't like calling them kids. The young people to see that there are people not just in their church or in their school, but there are people across the country. It's yeah. more of a Midwest conference, but that are chasing hard after Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that they walk away with a lot is the worship is so good that yeah. they just feel like they can worship really freely yeah. amongst their peers. And um, yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah. I encourage anyone to go. It's usually at the end of June in Kansas City. Um, our youth group are you the core takes uh Mm -hmm. a couple of vans but anyone could go and take their kids if they wanted it's really it's technically middle school through high school but i think high school is about the sweet spot to go so with some of the topics they cover so i do recommend Mm -hmm. it's beautiful yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah reagan just talking about how she's feeling so invited to spend her time differently Mm -hmm. can you imagine if you had learned that at 16 right yeah, Reagan's got me thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have, we we have we always have notes, you know. And uh, um, but well, I, Clay has. No, here's how it really goes, everybody. <laughs> Clay Clay prepares. He'll send me his notes. I'm like, ooh, that's good, and I'll maybe prep a little bit, you and then Chrissy do. comes in blind. That's I bring how we, my Bible in my phone. And, and questions, we love it. For the best. Yeah, we love having all three. Yep. Well, it's got me thinking. So I was listening to a really smart person preach recently. His name is Mark Sayers. And he's been doing this uh, really uh, interesting series on, he's calling it Pillars to Platforms. He's talking about uh, the Exodus story. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I just is, is listened to him talk. So the Exodus as root, it, it's a mass departure. It's a mass movement of people, right? Mm-hmm. But what he's noticing, and he's, he's trying to draw his church's attention to, is um, uh, to be a pillar, a person who actually builds something, you're very different. And so he compares being a pillar and being a person who wants a platform. Mm. So he draws, he talks about platforms through history. It's fascinating. But what he's noticing is uh, we have become a platform culture. We all have our own platform. My voice, my thing, like we all have our platform and we're trying to raise our platforms Mm -hmm. and platforms can be used for good. But what he's saying, what he's noticing in our culture is there's been a mass departure towards 
platform towards, because those who are engaged in platforms, he says, what really is happening to us is we're becoming very passive people. When everything is about me, I am not actively engaging in other people. Mm. And so I was thinking about Reagan as she was talking about Pinterest and the running app and all these apps, all these platforms that we have are all around me. So he said it's it's disengaging us from other Mm -hmm. people. And so he believes he uses the Exodus story to show that um, uh, the Lord wants us to, we have a rare opportunity, a rare moment right now in history where uh, it mirrors different parts in history where there's a lot of turmoil, but the the significant difference is that we lack creativity now. Mm-hmm. For the first time ever, there's no creativity. He jo- other other periods of time where in a similar period, creative things just were born. Mm-hmm. But he says because we become platform people about me, we no longer have creativity to create the new things that we need to kind of move forward. Hmm. So that's really interesting. Think about all that and think about what she was saying, what, what she's wrestling with is it's, it's these platforms. And mm-hmm. so that's where we, we use a lot of our time. Yeah. Yep. So that's where I'm trying to draw that in. And, uh, um, and also I had, I had a couple excess passages. Cause when I think of time, I think of Sabbath. And so mm. um, there's two points in Exodus and then Deuteronomy where Sabbath is mentioned. So in, in the first Exodus, there's the Ten Commandments. We all know that the people have been let out and God's like, you're going to Sabbath. It's, it's really important for lots of reasons. Yeah. Um, uh, but later, so that, that seems to me to be like, it's a day and we'll talk about Sabbath a different time. But when he mentions it, when, when Moses brings it up again in Deuteronomy, he adds things to it. Hmm. which is different. So the first people come out and the Lord's like, you're going to Sabbath. It's part of these 10, these 10 ways of living. And uh, one writer called it like, um, what do you say it was? The first Sabbath was on Sinai is an art form. It's creative. It leads to life and flourishing, all those things. He said the second time he talks about Sabbath in Deuteronomy, Moses mentions something at the end. He says, so he tells what you do on Sabbath. But he says, as you Sabbath, remember you were slaves in Egypt. So the first Sabbath is an art form. He said the second reminder to Sabbath is actually um, resistance against the systems of slavery that they encountered Mm -hmm. in Egypt. So there's this way of living where they were enslaved. So he's drawn to, so Sabbath, if you Sabbath, it's how you actually fight against the systems of this world. Hmm. So I was thinking about our, Hopefully it's making sense. So I'm thinking about how we use our time. Our time is tied to me, to my platform. Mm. Those are the systems of this world. Yeah. And we are becoming consumed by them. And they're actually making us into hyper individuals who are lonely, depressed, and anxious, who are worried about ourselves more than others. But the way of Jesus is going to be the exact opposite. Yeah. So... When I think about time this year, I do want to think about Sabbath because Sabbath is beautiful. Mm -hmm. But again, in that data that we got, we noticed is that people are Sabbathing more, but they're not tying it to God. Hmm. So there's Sabbath, but does not necessarily mean they're spending that day with the Lord. They're doing Mm -hmm. things they like that are life-giving, but they're not being spent with God. Hmm. So there's a disconnect for us. Even, Even our Sabbath is becoming about me and what I want, which are good things, good things. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure where I'm going exactly. I'm kind of off on a weird tangent here, but 
there's something too when we Sabbath a day, that Sabbath leads into the rest of our days and it helps us to say no to the other things that are going to pull at our time throughout the course mm-hmm. of the week. Tracking? So like uh, yeah. one of my favorite teachers says uh, Sabbath, um, he believes Sabbath in the creation story is about learning to say enough. He's like, God knew how to say enough. Mm-hmm. He created things. They were good. Yeah. They weren't perfect. It's good. It's enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, to, so that's one of the hard parts in our world is because like uh, every moment now is public. Yeah. It could be, be. right? Yeah, our yeah. home spaces. Um, I mean, everything we do, yeah. it can be shared or it feels like it needs to be shared. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. think of like special moments that now you are trying to capture Right. To write about it. Instead of and being because, in it. Yeah. And you yeah. lose it. So yeah. there's, so I, it's an incredible challenge, I think right now to, to be a, a people who think about our time differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I even love listening to Reagan's wrestle. Yeah. So I, I know this is, this is consuming my mind in a bad way. So right. I, you know, I delete it. So Reagan, thanks for sharing this with us. Yeah. And then I, I redownload it, yep. but then I delete it then I re- yep. because there, there's yep. this, there's this, this struggle to use these, these things for good, right. for, for things that are life giving. Right. Um, so I think that's why I acknowledge uh, is it easy to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yes. is so easy to talk about. It is really hard to do. Yeah. Right. Well, and I don't think any of us set out to be consumed by our phones. No, we're not like, this is what I want to do with my life. Right. Like I just want to do nothing right. but Instagram <laughs> right. be on my phone. Reels. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it happens. Right. Yeah. And so in August, I took the month off of social media hmm. other than what I had to do for work. Um, but my personal ones I took off and I, and by social media, I mean my Instagram, my Facebook. <laughs> um, but I like then all of a sudden discovered that YouTube has shorts and I was like, okay, <laughs> this is not, this is not what we're doing. Like, yeah. So I like, had to be like, no, yeah. like that, like, yeah, it's not easy to do. Yeah. And yeah. I, mm-hmm. I would say that I'm not a person who spends hours and hours and hours on those anyways, but right. Yeah, it's, hmm. it is challenging, but I also am learning of like, it's not, I would always claim like, I need to keep these to keep these connections that I made however many years ago mm-hmm. and right. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why? Right. So why? I can see yeah. a, a manicured picture of what's happening in their life mm-hmm. and right. actually have no information on how right. they're doing as humans. Like right. Right. it doesn't actually provide the connection right. that I want, but right. I had to be aware of like, why do I, mm-hmm. why do I spend my time on this? Why am mm-hmm. I? Yeah. To unpack the why behind right. now being stuck into YouTube shorts. Right. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't click <laughs> that button. It's not worth it. Well, <laughs> I think of the old screw tape letters by C.S. Lewis. And there's that uh, paragraph I always remember. And it's uh, screw tape letters. It's, there's an uncle demon yeah. talking to his nephew demon. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you, you think you need to do all these big, wild, like crazy, evil things to, yep. to get to, to trap them. And he's like, no, it's, it's a, the best place is the small things, yes. the little things that l- slowly lead us down a path. Yes. And that's what happens with our time. Yes. And uh, um, uh, I think one of the things that I, I can't remember who said it, I'm probably saying it wrong, but we, we really have a, a conception now too that, that time is mine. It's mm. my time. Yeah. And he's like, but that, he said that really puts time like that. That means that, that God's timing is different than my time. Yeah. So there are things that, we would want to happen efficiently or to happen this way, but mm-hmm. God's timing is so different. He said, no time is wasted with God. Mm-hmm. So somehow I have to, like if I don't get what I want in my time in the day, mm-hmm. then sometimes it causes me to be a grump, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. told, you know? <laughs> I'm told. And it's true. It's so true. 
Like, I, I didn't get to do the thing that I wanted. Yeah. But as I was thinking about this, I was like, well, but okay, what what if I what, what if I practice this year? So I thought thinking about how to do different, use my time differently. Mm-hmm. We do need to do things that we love. Right. right? And there's yeah. a good. piece of self-care. It's like taking care of yourself yeah. and having yes. healthy boundaries. All yeah. those things. But sometimes when I don't get to do the thing I wanted because of life circumstance, what if those were the moments where I say, okay, God, yep. help me to think differently about your time mm-hmm. versus my time. Because yep. um, there's all these things that we could be a part of so many things. And um, I don't know. I'm just really how time, uh, Sabbathing, thinking about Sabbath as a way of resistance against the systems of our day. Yeah. But we have to recognize the system. So that's why I'm so encouraged that a 16-year-old is recognizing the right. systems of our day. Yeah. Yep. That are trying to draw her away. Yep. And uh, to comparison and mm-hmm. to all kinds of stuff. So. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting to, because I feel like uh, how we often all describe our time. I'm just busy. Mm-hmm. I'm really busy. I, I'm busy. It's just, everything's busy. And I don't, so for my own personal life, like, oh yeah, I'm so busy. Like, oh yeah. Does that why you watched an entire Netflix series in a day <laughs> <laughs> with all that busyness? Yes. Like, which I know busy. is every, right. but like sometimes yeah. when I say I'm busy, I'm like, okay, well yeah. I am. And also I'm choosing my time yeah. to be spent that way, which then makes me feel busy. Right. But I didn't need to watch that limited series. Yeah. Right. Six episodes at a time. I could have gone and worked really in my art though. studio. Yeah. You know, like there's just like different things that like. I'm recognizing within my own self of like, Ooh, I like to right. pretend I'm super busy, but really <laughs> right. that's not, I mean, and some of people are, but also right. I have questions about that. Right. Um, yeah. 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 So how do I, to actually look at your time yep. and how you spend it mm-hmm. and then realize like, maybe I'm not right. too busy for that. Or right. maybe this can, yeah, maybe my mindset in this situation can change right. because I view time differently or spending time with God differently. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Ask the question, like if, uh, maybe you ask somebody in your life about how you use your time. Like, does how I use my time uh, make you feel loved? Does how I use my time make you feel honored? Mm -hmm. Does how I use my time make you feel like you matter to me? Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of questions you could ask somebody to help help you, a trusted person, lovingly, to say, I mean... Mm -hmm. I think we talked about this, um, like doing quiet time in the morning time. Um, but someone was saying something about uh, a lot of people do it on their phones now. Oh. And so, uh, but if you're, let's say you're a child running downstairs mm-hmm. and your parent is doing, they're on, on Lectio, which is a great app. Great mm-hmm. app. But think about their perception of you. Right. You are on your phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't know what you're doing on your phone. They don't. Right. But they see you on there a lot. So, yep. So, is that a good thing? Is that right. a bad thing? You know, I just ask questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do people around you view your time? Yeah. yeah. Might be a good question. Jumping a little bit onto the phone thing. I had recently heard this thing about now. So it used to be like if someone was looking at their phone, people would feel like they're not connected to the person. Now it's even if there is like a visual presence of the phone. Mm. So like, even if you have the phone out, but it's like flipped upside down, there's still like this, it feels disconnected because they're, 
at any point they could get something in which they need to mm-hmm. respond respond and mm-hmm. i'm even noticing that so i have a smart watch and i've noticed that even like in conversations if i get a message i'll look and i'm like that's immediately disconnecting mm-hmm. me from the conversation mm-hmm. i'm right. having right yeah well just, and there is data too just when you can see your phone like you actually do feel tied to it yeah to, to some degree like you do yeah so yep. you never really would really be fully engaged at that yep. moment in time I'm yeah. trying to intentionally, like, I have some friends I go over to their house. I'll leave my phone, like, in my bag on their dining room table. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, we don't yeah. need it. I'm right. with them right now. Right. Yeah. I'm intentional about my time with them. Yeah. And, I, you know, phones are not going away. So it's, how, right. how, do, how do we manage them? Yeah. And how do we, how are they used for good? And right. they can be used for good, yep. you know? It is interesting, though, like, uh, I find myself, uh, when, I'm, when my phone's around, I, I have a... And anxious, anxious is not the right word. Um, I'm, I, I, I am disconnected yeah. from the space. I see yep. him. But if it's in like a place that's far from me, or I can't see it. Yep. I'm very different. I know yeah. that about myself. My thought, my thought life is different. Yep. My processing, the way to process is different. Mm-hmm. Yep. Something to think about this year as we think about building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to throw out a, um, invite to the ladies. So, we have uh, a speaker coming on October 2, and her name is Jill Tannis. Mm-hmm. And the topic, which even the topic makes me think, yep, I need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, she talks a lot about overcoming overwhelm. Hmm. And I think that is tied to time because there are so many days where I feel like I need eight more hours in a day. Right. Well, if I would look at how much I'm on my phone mm-hmm. or doing mm-hmm. things like that. I, yeah. Anyways, I think... I believe from what I've heard, she will talk to us and encourage us a lot in like being in control of your time. Because if you don't, if you aren't intentional about how you're spending your time, um, it just gets away from you. Mm -hmm. And we know that Mm -hmm. YouTube shorts or Instagram reels, like all of a sudden I'll be like, I have been on this an embarrassing amount of time because (laughs) you do, it's addicting. You want to get that next like chuckle or that next, like, I usually like, okay, one more good laugh. And And sometimes that's deep. Yes. I was going to say sometimes that takes a little bit to get you to laugh. And so anyways, it's fascinating. And I do notice the times where if I'm starting to feel that very overwhelmed drowning feeling, I think most people know what that is. I will remove yeah. the um, social media from yeah. my phone. Like just, right. just be mm-hmm. off for a while because mm-hmm. it's a habit. You just right. you open your phone, you open the app or whatever. Right. So, right. Right. which then it's interesting to tie back to what you talked about earlier, Clay, of like, why are we so enthralled with other people's platforms? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I think we do. Like this is my time. I'm going to use it how I want. But I'm watching someone else's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's such an interesting mm-hmm. like. And I'm on Instagram Reels. Rarely do I know people that right. I'm like watching. Right, right. Or, like, yeah, I almost have this never. One YouTube person I like to watch, and she tests Shark Tank products. Like I was laying there That's watching the other day, and I was like, "Why is this why interesting why? to me?" <laughs> but do you want to do that? Let's do that. Yeah, That's okay. yeah. fun. Next That's podcast, fun. Shark Tank products. <laughs> Shark Tank products. Yeah, it's just interesting. Yeah, it is. It is. And I, I know like a lot of us, we have to be on our phones for our work. So then it's like, right. so how do you create good boundaries? Because I, yeah. I, I've talked to. People who are like, oh, well, that's like, you know, I don't sit in front of a computer all day to do my email, to mm-hmm. do things. So like, I have to use this, but then it's like, so how do you, so I honor that and, right. and recognize yeah. that. But so it's just, it's, we all need to be thoughtful of right. how that works for us, mm-hmm. you know? And, and our phones aren't our only time suckers. Right. Like that things. is a pretty big one. I feel like it's pretty like right. relatable one right now, but I'm like, there's so many other things mm-hmm. that... Mm-hmm. 
Well, you did and, your job, your sports, right. your, your, you know, whatever it is you're, uh, a person said this, they said that if you can't give it up, it owns you. Yeah. I'm not sure who said that. <laughs> I do. We were, uh, who doc- when we were meeting with, um, Karen Cleveland, That's right. she had read a book about that and yes. that we, I think Clay and I both wrote I that like, down and I was like, Ooh. I, so yeah, what, so that's just fun. whatever it is. If you can't give it up, you know, right. I was like, that's a lot of things. Even for me, I was immediately convicted of like sugar or junk food. Like, yep. you know, mm-hmm. it's always like, oh, I'll give it up. I could give right. it up, right. but I'm not. <laughs> I <laughs> could. <laughs> I could if I wanted. But yeah. same with the phone or. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it is. Oh, yeah. So, Doesn't yeah. feel good. But well, well, I, I want to, I think I feel uplifting here to end. <laughs> so we have this gift though of Sabbath. Right. Which is this time. Yeah. It is this time that reorders. And, and what it does is when we learn to Sabbath, which I struggle with. Mm-hmm. I'm raising my hand right now, people. Mm-hmm. Struggle. But when we learn how to do it, it, it then it happens throughout the week. If you can say yeah. enough on a day, you can yep. say enough on Monday and then again on Tuesday and Wednesday. Yep. It, it's, 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 a, it's a muscle. Right. Well, I love so the we pic- can do it. I love the picture of, of you, how you described it, of challenging the systems. Because I, I feel like my understanding of Sabbath has been all over the map of like mm-hmm. trying to learn about it and things like that. But I like that picture because I think it, yeah, it, I don't know. Gives yeah. it more purpose too. Like mm-hmm. not that it didn't have purpose. It doesn't right. need to right. always to have purpose. Depending yeah. on Jesus. Um, but I like that. Cause then, yeah. How can you carry that then through mm-hmm. every other day? Mm-hmm. And eventually do you walk away from those systems that mm-hmm. you are challenging against? Right. Yeah. The other thing that, uh, when we were in that meeting that, uh, something that Karen quoted was that sometimes to be the healthiest you you're going to have to be weird. And what she meant by that was um, it's kind of weird to maybe put away your phone for Mm -hmm. after work. It's kind of different to uh, say, actually my kids aren't going to do that sport this fall because I, we want time together. And so you do it's, and it's another thing of challenging the system. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So what could the Lord be inviting us into in the season that looks quote unquote, Weird. weird but if yeah. we're all doing it it's not weird that's right but yeah but that's also right. it's to and one of the benefits could be bringing us more maybe you're not feeling that overwhelmed right. Right. maybe you're yeah. not yeah yeah so she remind me of a book i have a book my chef is called keeping christianity weird it's got some fun stories <laughs> in it, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they want to bless us as we use our time this day and then the next day yeah i'd love to So Heavenly Father, we thank you for time. We thank you that you are a God who is outside of time. And in our humanity, you have given us the gift of time. And so we pray today for nudgings and uh, that we would sense your invitation into new and different and fresh ways to view the time that you have given us. Uh, We just recognize that at the end of our lives here on earth, you may ask us, what did you do with all these gifts I gave you? And one of those gifts is time. And so um, we are thankful for this gift and we pray that you would help us learn to enjoy the gift of time. We pray this in the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this T3 Family Podcast.